If you want to learn how to build a consumer product business successfully in retail and direct-to-consumer in a very short period of time, even to the point of growing 300% year over year, then you'll want to listen to this interview with two very experienced founders of a woman-owned business that have combined their decades of big company experience into the launch of their very own product. Are you looking for new ways to make your sales grow? You've tried other podcasts, but they don't seem to know. Harvest the growth potential of your product or service as we share stories and strategies that'll make your competitors nervous. Now, here's the host of the Harvest Growth Podcast, John LeClaire. Welcome back to the show. Today, I'm really excited to have on two co-founders of a business that's really cool. You're going to love their product, but also their story behind this. The, the product is called Funk Off, F-U-N-K-K, two K's in there. OFF, and you can find out more information at funkoff.com again with two K's in the middle. So let me introduce these two co-founders. Joelle Flynn is actually the inventor of the Funk Off Teeth Refresher product and is founder and co-CEO. And her other co-CEO, other half, is Sonia Hounsel, who is again a co-founder and co-CEO in this business. Well, both of you, I'm, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thanks for taking the time today. Oh, thank you for having us, John. Thank you. I'll let you guys, as I mentioned, I'm a, I'm a user of the product and a big fan, but I'll let you describe what it is. Let's start off with that. So what is the Funk Off Teeth Refresher? I I can tell you how, well, I can we can tell you what it is or how it came about or both. What would let's, you prefer? Yeah, let's do both. Okay, well, the Funk, the funk is, um, and we love that you actually use the product right before the podcast and your teeth look lovely, by the way. <laughs> Thanks. Fresh and white and clean. Um, the, uh, the funk off name actually came from, um, uh, purple funk on my teeth, uh, when I was up tasting wine in wineries in Napa and Sonoma, and I'd always carry around, um, literally a toothbrush and toothpaste, like the one you see here in my little, my little purse to get the purple funk off of my teeth in between wine tastings. Um, and, uh, there just kind of came a time when I pulled out lipstick very much. I think this might've been it actually. <laughs> That was an all-in-one, something that was all-in-one reusable toothbrush and toothpaste kind of thing that was like my lipstick, but for my teeth. And there just wasn't anything on the market. So um, I did start inventing it uh, back in the day and filed uh, many patents along the way. Um, but I uh, got to a point where I needed help because uh, I didn't know how to launch a consumer product uh, with what, um, what I invented. And I worked uh, together with Sonia in 2019 and we formed Funk Off Incorporated. Um, and we worked very hard together to refine the designs, uh, the usability and, and the aesthetics, the formulation inside and everything to bring my idea and invention to the marketplace in 2019, which we did. So I will tee it over to my best friend from seventh grade and business partner, Sonia Hansel. What, what is Funk Off, Sonia? <laughs> um, yeah, it's a um, two-in-one toothbrush and toothpaste that you use on the go. Um, inside is 100% natural and vegan tooth gel that we formulated together. Um, like Joelle said, we worked on um, refining the design so that you could easily take the cap off, you twist the bottom, and the natural tooth gel that's inside comes up through the middle onto the soft bristles, and then you brush your teeth on the go. You rinse the bristles and put your cap back on and... Um, you can check your teeth with the handy mirror on the bottom. So uh, we um, we put you know the um, product together, the branding together, and created this you know wonderful solution that didn't exist before. 
um, you know, Colgate and Creston figure it out. Um, it's uh, it's been a really fun journey, and um, you know, we're getting a lot of great reviews about it. Absolutely. And I for those that might be listening or watching this, you know, I originally thought when I first heard about this, like, oh, there's there's products like this because they have the single use ones, right? That others have done out there, and I've bought those in the past because you you need something, right? Between getting ready for a meeting or whatever, if you're, especially if you're on the go. Problem is, personally, I rarely used them because you have your pack. They're single use. Like, is it really worth using it this one time and then throwing it away? Like, well, maybe next time. What I love about yours is the reusability, and I think that's part of the uniqueness behind this is the fact that. It can be used is thirty times, I believe, on, on average. Correct. Correct. So you got you could use it every day for a month, and you know, preparing right after lunch or before a meeting or, or whatever it might be, and it takes away that kind of like I don't know if it's guilt or whatever it is of throwing away every time I use one of those little plastic toothbrushes. Yes, that's a great point, and we really thought um, uh, we are a certified women-owned company, and Sunny and I own 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 it all, which is awesome. Um, I wanted to mention it is a reusable product, and that was very important to us. Uh, the single-use ones actually cost per use; ours is actually cheaper for the thirty uses. But the one single uses, and I won't plug any name of another competitor, but um, they're not actually recyclable, um, so it's even worse. Uh, and the bristles aren't even bristles, and the experience was awful. So we really took a long time to to make sure that we brought something to market that we would use, our children would use, uh, is, is very eco-friendly. Um, and I will mention that we have about 10 U.S. patents, Sonia, and then also one China PCT uh, patent as well. And three trademarks along the way. We try to protect our, our beautiful little baby, we call her, our blue little baby. Um, but it's very important that that we made something that was as sustainable as we could for the environment. And we're continuing, right, Sonia, to do to do that with with future iterations of our our, our product. Absolutely. And that is something I noticed, you know, when I, when I started using the product is the bristles, as you compared to other competitor, quote unquote competitors, right. That they're, it's very plasticky. They're hard bristles, again, very single use where this feels like a, a, a high quality toothbrush, right. It's, it's the normal experience you're used to as a consumer, right. They brush our teeth, hopefully every day, multiple times. Right. But now you're on the go and have that same experience and a great refreshing feeling afterwards as well. So it's, I love how you've done that and you know, brought that quality to bear certainly in your, in your product. Absolutely. Yeah. And we, you know, we spend a lot of time working through those kinds of features and we wanted our consumers um, who are really like us, um, women who are busy moms, busy working women who are on the go to enjoy using it throughout the day. Um, and, and actually, um, uh, be proud of using it, um, you know, because it's actually very awkward to carry around a toothbrush and a toothpaste. You're always kind of awkward in the bathroom trying to hide it, whereas this is something you can actually just use, you know, at the table. Um, like, you know, sometimes we refresh our, our lips at the table. You could even use this. Um, and it's, it's, it's somewhat of a badge product, um, and that's part of the branding and the design behind it. And what do you mean by badge product? A product that you um, are proud of using, that you want to show your friends, you want to share with your friends, you want to talk about, you want to post about. Um, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm a bit of a brand marketer, so that that's part of what um, I grew up learning how to do working in CPG companies. And um, and it's sort of, uh, it's a product that you really want to be proud of using and share with people. 
Yeah, I think and it's I'm a great way of, of saying that. Great, John, but I do need to say she's an award-winning brand marketer. So she, I, I, she doesn't pay me to say that, but I'm so <laughs> proud of her. And I'm so proud that to be a partner. So she is. Yeah. So she knows and what she's you, talking about. I and learned you can tell her. with the graphics and, you know, as you... I encourage everyone again to visit the website, funkoff.com again with two K's in the middle. It's uh, you'll see that branding come to play in the packaging and the website design, et cetera. And you, and you can tell, and I, I love how you describe the the badge product because it's really the opposite of other options that are out there, right? Where you're concealing, you're hiding, right? If you're using a portable toothpick or if you're taking your little portable throwaway toothbrush into the bathroom, whatever, it's not something you're proud of where this is, this is something you want to show off, not show off maybe, but, but certainly have your friends see, um, and not be embarrassed of. And, and while you're solving a problem that everybody is, everyone has on a, on a daily basis, really. I want to back up a little bit. You talked about multiple patents, having 10 patents on, on this product. We get a lot of questions from our listeners on patents in general. I don't want to turn this into a legal session by any means, but I'd love to ask the question, so what is the value of having multiple patents? Because they, they'll, my audience will hear that a lot where I've got you know, three, four, five, ten patents. So what's the maybe the difference at a high level between some of these patents and the reason for having multiple rather than a single patent? One million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, we have, uh, um, and I'm sure he will be listening because he's been part of our journey, but we have the most amazing intele uh, IP intellectual property attorney and his firm has been with us uh, since 2010, 11, when the idea came. Um, you know, it's like, why do you lock your doors? Uh, why do you have locks on your doors? I mean, if someone really wants to break into your house, they're going to do it, but you'd be silly not to have those locks on your door. And we knew that you know, going up against, and it is 10 US patents, fiber design for those that want to hear it, and fiber utility, uh, to get an international patent on the on on the utility of basically utility is how it works, not what it looks like, which is really hard for China to award that to us is pretty huge for an international patent. But we knew along the way as we were designing, you know, refining designs, making this beautiful I mean, the original prototype I had um is is right here, which if you come in, you can see it, it's actually uh, the, the round spinning toothbrush head off of my electric toothbrush, and I stuck it on a chapstick container and started working with designers. But um, so from that to what Sonny and I brought to market is is, is different, but the same uh, as as far what 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 how it wanted to be used. But the value of it is we knew we're two women going up basically two large oral care companies because uh, this is the space that this product is in. We have, we can talk later about other other funk off products down the way. Um, but we knew we were going up with the biggest of the biggest of the global, you know, I mean, pretty much everybody has teeth and pretty much everybody eats and drinks. So it's a, it's a universal product. We, we say it. So we had, we had to make sure along the way that we protected what we were building uh, before we brought it to market. The value of it to us is about, I think is invaluable. The, the, we kind of got to, um, we can get into Shark Tank, but we kind of got into a little bit of a, a back and forth. You spent so much money on, you know, international, uh, you know, protecting yourselves. The opposite, I would rather answer it that way. If we didn't have any patents, we'd be really uh, exposed. So I think they're very valuable. I can't, I don't think I could put a number on them, Sonia. Could, could you? I could I could tell you our I could tell you our legal fees, but I don't think you'd want to know <laughs> want to know that. No, thanks for explaining that. That that's very helpful. Let's jump over to the, to the marketing side of this. So, what was what would you consider your first big breakthrough success once you went through all this development time, got your patents in place, and now have your product developed? Your your biggest marketing success from that point forward. Yeah, we. Um... We launched um, with direct-to-consumer marketing, 
and did social um, Facebook and Instagram and got strong response from consumers, but also were discovered um, by uh, retailers, which was really great. And I think that was um, one of the bigger things that happened earlier on. Um, Uncommon Goods found us and wanted to list us. Um, some a beauty store, um, prestigious beauty store in Brooklyn named Shen Beauty discovered us. So it was those moments when we were discovered by retailers that we realized, you know, this is this is a great opportunity for wholesale actually. And so while we were doing direct consumer, we actually moved into wholesale more quickly than we thought we were going to um, because there was demand for it. So, it, you know, it, wholesale found us, um, but it was also another way for us to expand our awareness and reach amongst consumers that then fed our direct to consumer. So it sort of created the, you know, the wheel that um, that works really hard, hard for us right now. And that is not as many people in our audience. And I know you guys also understand common right to have retailers reach out to you demanding your product or asking for your product. It's I love how you use the word discover, right? When you have something truly unique, but also important or powerful, like solving a big problem in a, in a way that no other products are, it speaks to the, uh, the, the I guess, the greatness of your idea that retailers would seek you out and seeing this because they get pitched all day, all night by unique products. But having that unique benefit that's really meaningful to consumers goes a long way in, in, in driving the success and growth of your business. Right. To, today, what works What works best for your business? What's, what drives sales in the best way right now? Yeah, right now it still continues to be um, our, you know, our social um, and, and Amazon is very powerful. Um, it's, uh, you know, one of our best platforms. And, you know, it, you just can't beat the, you know, the volume and, and the availability of consumers on that platform. Um, and so it's, uh, that's worked really, really hard for us. Um, Joelle, do you want to add anything? I do. You know, as a consumer purchasing, you know, for us, and I'll speak for Sonia on this, I, I want to know who's behind the brand. I want to know the people. I want to make sure that there really is a Burt behind Burt's Bees. I really want to make sure that there, I want to know that it's, you know, I want the store. I do want to know the store. I want to know how it's made, who made it. Um, and so a, a lot of um, financial sales success comes from us doing in-person events as well. Um, uh, wine festivals are fantastic. Uh, food and wine festivals, uh, anything, any trade shows are wonderful because um, really the, the backbone, if, we, if there was, you know, 50 million of Joel and Sonia's out there, we would be, you know, through the roof. But these, you know, these trade shows where these boutiques, which are the backbone of our country, you know, every, every town has these wonderful entrepreneurial, you know, women and men behind, mostly women, but, you know, behind these boutiques that they curate really wonderful finds and to be able to meet each of these, these, these women and, and companies um, at these trade shows, they, we get each other and they, they want something unique on their counter and we want to be on their counter and their stories behind it. Uh, and they're real stories. So those are real successes for us. And we wish we could do, gosh, every trade show in, in the world because our product fits into so many different categories just really quickly. It's not just oral care where we're in dental offices, you know, right now, but we're also in boutiques. It's also beauty. It's also spas. It's also hotel travel. We're in airports now. So it's just, um, but I would say in-person events, as much, if we could do them all day long, would be, I think, more successful than Amazon, if I, if I could say, but, but we can't do that. So Amazon's great. And then we do what yeah. we can. That's a great explanation. 
And this year, you, you've so far this year, the first few months have grown over 300%. So 3x what you were the same period last year. What do you think is driving that big change? What, you know, what's driving the recent growth for your company? Well, um, the, the big thing was Shark Tank. Um, we, um, again, to speak of um, being discovered, um, we were actually scouted to be on Shark Tank um, and we aired in February and it has really propelled us. Um, the level of awareness and interest in our product from consumers, um, as well as um, potential markets, international markets, um, has has been huge. And um, it's it's just a very, very powerful platform. And uh, we had a lot of fun doing it. Um, we got a deal from Robert, which was amazing. And, um, and now so many more people know about Funk Off. So we're very grateful for that. They do, and I have to. I'm going to add to you on that because uh, I, I'm, I'm big. I have, I'm big on numbers, but it was really fun to be. We were we're on episode four, uh, season fourteen, and we're also episode fourteen. So for those that listen to this, you know, on Hulu later down the way, but season fourteen, episode fourteen, and I think well, I'm an I'm a Shark Tank fanatic. I mean, I've been I've watched. I'm obsessed with the show, of course. Um, and I think we were the only ones ever in 14 years. And they have 22 episodes and I think four to five companies an episode. So like a gazillion companies have come on that walked in with two glasses of red wine. I thought that was pretty enough and, and, and didn't spill them and didn't spill them. So I think mean, the non-spilling was more important. And But we had, we actually had a lot of fun um, and we did sell out within like 12 minutes uh, of airing. So we, we've been taking, yeah, it's been, it's been ex- beyond it. That definitely is the big, the big, accelerator. But what's more validating is what's come our way as far as that exposure are real connections and real, you know, distribution opportunities and, and retail opportunities. So again, it's like them finding us through our tank maybe, but validating that they actually want our product. So that's rewarding. Love it. Great. And I know, yeah, you're, you're sold out now on the website, but coming back very soon um, and with with inventory, just speaking to the tremendous demand you've had for your product. So I do encourage everyone go check out the website. If, they, if it's not still in stock, it's still out of stock. It'll be back very soon. Uh, so again, check out, uh, check out funk off with two K's in the middle.com. Um, I do want to ask a couple of final questions. One is, are there any resources that you guys recommend that have been helpful for you in, in this journey? Um, yeah, there's, I mean, there's so many resources. Um, and, um, I I always think about if we were trying to do this 20 years ago, how on earth we would have done it without the internet. Um, it's just unbelievable and amazing how many resources are out there. Um, and, and you, they're out there if you look for them and you, you know, you're industrious, like most entrepreneurs are. But one of the one of my favorite recent books that I think every entrepreneur should read, and actually Joelle gave to me, um, is um, "You Are a Badass" by Jen Sincero. Um, I think that is a, a, truly every entrepreneur should should read that book because it's very powerful. Um, it expresses in a really realistic and practical way the power of manifestation and manifesting. And, um, and and I'm, I'm grateful for Joelle that she introduced me to it. And um, I just really enjoyed that book. So that is an amazing resource. Oh, you just touched my heart. You just touched my heart on a podcast. Sometimes I don't know what you're going to say. That was beautiful. And I do love that book. And it's actually on my nightstand right over there. Um, I'll be really quick because I know we're at the end here. But uh, resources, I'm a big uh, extrovert. So reaching out and thank God now have, you know, LinkedIn, 
Um, don't forget your high school resources because they're fantastic. Your, you know, college as well. Just ask for help. I mean, literally now you can send emails, you can go direct messaging on LinkedIn and just say, Hey, do you have five or 10 minutes? I have a question. And even if it's not, um, you know, it's just one question, but they're in a category or somewhere people want to, like, I want to help people. So just, you know, the resources are, you have them now, thank God, go, go to LinkedIn, uh, Google search a company, find out who, who the advisors are, who the key people are, find them on LinkedIn and say, do I have, I have a you know, question. Can you, can you, how did you, how do I, how do I make a bristle or can you direct me to somewhere else? But yeah, just, it's great network on LinkedIn, I think. That's great advice. Both of those really as well. Um, that I think we can all, we can all take to heart. And I, I've, we've talked about this before on the show, but it's amazing to me every time when you reach out to people, so many of them will respond. We, we do want to help each other. Right. So like when I get requests, I know you guys do as well. And, and when you reach out to others on LinkedIn, getting that connection, even if you don't know them directly, if it's a high school friend, college friend, fantastic. But even if you just are a friend of a friend, people will respond, people will help you out. So it just takes, you know, it takes you reaching out. Is there anything I didn't ask that you guys think would be helpful for our audience? Yeah, I, I think just building upon that is, and I think as female entrepreneurs and, and women entrepreneurs, I think um, I think seeking out um, male mentors actually is one of the one thing that I didn't do enough of when I was, you know, more junior and younger in my um, in my career. And I think that's one of the more powerful things. Like they always say, what would you tell your younger self? I think that's what I would tell my younger self because um, I think there are a lot of female entrepreneurs and there are a lot more women in business. But at the end of the day, it's still a very male dominated world, especially when it comes to funding and capital raising. And I think having those mentors and relationships um, are really, really powerful and are invaluable. I agree. And um, to add to just little percentages, um, of all VC venture capital funding that goes to female-led and female-owned companies, it's only about 2 two to 3% of funding. Wow. Um, and then as far as uh, patents that are held by a single female, it's only 4% of patents. Um, and I have two, two daughters and, and a son. Sonia has a daughter and a son. And I, I we love men. That's nothing to do with men. We I worked, you know, as a stockbroker. She, she was in CPG, male dominated worlds. I just want we want our children to be able to go into a job and ask for a job and get paid the same and, and treated the same at the end of the day. Until the until that's going to happen, the lever the levers go this way. But back to just what I'm going to add to Sonia's point of what would I tell my old self? And it's kind of something that I do use still today. Uh, from an entrepreneurial point of view, you know, gosh, I have this idea. Gosh, I want to do this. or I want to start this business or I want to start doing this. It, sometimes it can be so overwhelming. And I just always say, move five chess pieces a day. Five. Five calls, five emails, five things you're going to do tomorrow. And, just, you know, see, have the big vision over here, but just just move it along. You know, I, say, I see Z, come back to A and build your way. And along the way, talk to LinkedIn, ask for help, men, women, all along the way to get to, to where you are. Um, and that, uh, you know, it's funny, we always have um, like a saying that uh, someone asked us on, uh, before, like, what's what's the best saying? Like, just always have a plan, but know that 100% of the time plans never go as planned. That, that, and then Sonia, you always have some good ones as well, because it's, it's, a, it's a truth, like nothing ever goes as planned. And if you can go in with, with something and you just know that one, just be able to be adaptable and changeable. I mean, even today, our day has gone like this, right, Sonia? So 100%, 100%. 
One of my favorite quotes along those lines is from Mike Tyson, believe it or not, right? If you've ever heard his line, right? It probably looks like yeah. you recognize that. So everybody has a plan until you get punched in the face, right? So it's and it's so true. It's uh, He's speaking about boxing, right? But it happens in the oh. entrepreneurial life over and over again, right? And you've got to be ready for when you get put off course and it's you get surprised sometimes. No, I was expecting for Sonia to say, because that's what she says all the time, like yep. all the time. <laughs> Sorry, son, you go. No, that's okay. I was I was about to say it, but um, but you know, I'm glad you said it, John. Stole your thunder. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 you didn't. You didn't. You didn't steal my thunder. <laughs> I, I do want to thank you guys for joining the show today. This has been a really fun interview. I know our audience is going to love it. For our audience, please visit their website, funkoff.com. Again, two Ks in the middle. And if you use promo code HARVESTGROWTH30, all caps, the number three zero at the end, HARVESTGROWTH30, you can get a 30% discount off of your very own Funk Off. So encourage everyone, please visit the site. If for nothing else, see the great product, the design. And, and I guarantee once you try the product, you're going to love it as well. But Joelle and Sonia, thank you again so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Thank, thank you so much. If you liked this episode and you want to learn more about how you can profitably grow your consumer product business, please subscribe to our show or you can set up an appointment right from our website to speak directly with a member of our Harvest Growth team in a free consultation to learn the process that has worked for hundreds of businesses since 2007. 